Today is a monumental day on the podcast. We have an in-person guest who is going to rocket us to the top of the charts. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. When I usually do intros, I try to um, contextualize the discussion, you know, like... Yeah, I noticed you skipped over that. Today we're going to be talking about trees, you know, and you make yeah. puns. And today, I thought it was so important just to highlight the guest. Yeah. And she is going to bring the content today. The what? The what? She. She. Is going to bring the she. content. She. She. Ladies and gentlemen. Woo! We have a she... On the podcast for the first time ever. <laughs> what an intro. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So not only do we have a guest, but we have a she, she guest. guest. <laughs> We're bringing the gender diversity to the show today. We're bringing the... Wow. We're checking the boxes. Yeah. This... Yeah. Yeah. So before we turn her loose, I have to uh, do my usual things, you know. You're so predictable. How are you today, guys? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, That's good. first on the list. Okay. Yeah. And then the next thing is, it's good to see you guys. Yeah, Number good to see you. Number three is, hey, let's read a review. Let's go. Okay. Did you know go. people leave us reviews? We have a five-star review from Apple Podcasts from Bob. No, not Bob. Bill? And Bill. not Bill. Today, it's Lemgen. Lemgen. Okay. What do you have to say? Like, okay. I think that means like Lemon Jennifer or something. Lem Jennifer Gen Lemon? I don't know what it means. Lemgen, you can tell us what it means. However, the review says this, don't listen and drive. <laughs> uh, I had to stop listening to this podcast while commuting to work because I never know when one of those Bible bombs <laughs> is going to hit me and leave me in tears. <laughs> That's awesome. It's also difficult. Need wipers for the inside of the windshield. To dance while driving. <laughs> Thank you for all the excellent content. So we will say a digital amen to that. Jen. Amen. Oh, yes. Sounds like Jen needs to get herself a Tesla. Why is that? Well, then it could it just so. drive itself and then yeah. she could worship. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. She could also potentially buy a Bible bomb merchandise item from our upcoming list. list uh, have we got items. some stuff in the pipe? I. Pipe. I'll, no, pipe uh, bomb. <laughs> Come on, it's man. Pipe bomb. It's pipe. pipe bomb. Now you're going to get us demonetized on YouTube for saying bomb. Yeah. True. True story. True. I actually think that's why some of our episodes get flagged. And then when we apply, they always reverse it. But we're using the word bomb, which is violent. But yeah, we do have, um, yeah, missionary John John Lambeth hooked us up with a cartoonist. Yeah. And you're gonna there love it. are some... Beautiful cartoons for merch, including one of producer Randy with large pieces of duct tape <laughs> over his mouth. <laughs> That's a personal favorite. And I'm here for it. I want a, I want a hoodie with his duct taped face. That's what I want. <laughs> or a pair of socks. I want to see that too. Yeah. I want to see that too. Hey, All give right. us ideas for merch. Yeah. If, if there's something particular that you want, you want that duct taped face on. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Something. Something. Yeah. I feel like a target. <laughs> oh, yes, that's great. A target. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see if we get that. Take it out, get out my shotgun. Oh, yeah. Let's see if we can get that. Oh, man. Yeah, two uh, flags. Can I read another review? Yeah. Because these ones are going to disappear on us before. Um, so this one is titled Fire Service. I listened to your recent podcast and believe I heard Pastor McKillop. I heard that Pastor McKillop is a firefighter. This made my day. I'm pastor of First Apostolic Church of Sheridan, Arkansas, and currently serve as assistant chief of our combination fire department. Public service is absolutely intertwined with ministry. I love the podcast Kingdom Speak. I have shared with a number of our saints. Keep up the work. Love uh-huh. and prayers from the South. Pastor Joseph Scott. We will say awesome. amen to that. Thank you, sir, for your service. The only Randy non, can't say. Oh, the only non-volunteer firefighter on this podcast ah. would be the co-host. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, and our guest. <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah. Actually, she's kind of a little involved. Mm. So, yeah, she's she's usually awake when I'm awake. Yeah, yeah. She handles the money. I thought that was pretty cool. That's awesome, man. Awesome, awesome. The reviews are excellent. We read them. Appreciate them. Mm-hmm. A lot of the comments we're getting, we're getting a lot of um, dialogue happening mm-hmm. on our social media channels, mm-hmm. and that, that's great. If you haven't been to KingdomSpeak.ca, check it out. Go join up. Um, we haven't talked a, a lot about that lady lately. Mm-hmm. Lady, lady. that on the mind, <laughs> but um, check it out. Yeah, and we get that merch store up and rolling, and the bottleneck is producer Randy on this. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, Can you, you send over that design that I'm waiting for? Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's in your email. Actually. Oh, thank you. I do not see it yet, but once I Love get it, staff meetings on the show. <laughs> once great. we get that design, we can finalize the order. Yeah. This is an HR issue that we'll talk about after the podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> but honestly, there is some merch. I know we've said that before, but there really is. You got to believe us, and that will also boost our website because you'll be able to go there and buy stuff. Yes, absolutely. And new coffee mugs are also, um, by the time this episode will for be delivery, there they will have yeah. landed, and we will update our site. Um, yeah, those you notice today. You notice it's today just the boss got us uh, on the corporate. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I knew you weren't going to show on the camera. Let's show it up there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you have a nice glossy black mug, um, and no necktie as well. So checking all the boxes Good. today. Yes. Have to keep that tradition alive. Yes. Yes. So how how did this happen? When you told us that the first lady of Family Worship Center was coming on the podcast, I didn't believe it. You didn't believe it? No. I'm going to let her okay. explain how this went down. So we were on a, on a date. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yes, we were on a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to do this date right. Mm -hmm. So I thought, I'm going to incorporate some new, hot off the press information that I just was privy to. I like this, yeah. So I will give a shout out right now to Dear Young Married Couples, because that is where I got this information. 
Are we, are we a young married couple? <clears throat> Absolutely. Ah! Absolutely. I was going to well, say that I'm not sure you are the uh, target audience, but anyways, uh, yeah. I will not say that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going through their pre-equipped premarital counseling um, course. Course, yeah. yeah. Huge shout out for that. Absolutely. Great material. Very and a great podcast. Material. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So in amongst that information was a suggestion and they suggest that every couple should do this and more days than not um, you should ask your spouse three questions number one being what went well in our relationship today mm-hmm. okay. number two is what maybe didn't go quite so well in our relationship today mm-hmm. and number three being what can i do to help you Oh, that was the problem right there. <laughs> you want to believe it. That was the problem. Oh, no, this wasn't a problem. So you literally asked him so these questions? Or, I yeah. thought, oh, he is going to be so impressed. I'm going to just, you know, yeah. go about this the right way. So, you know, I asked him number one, and he was like, you know, I think everything went good in our relationship today. And I was like, oh, I do too. You know, what it's a, not lunch we, yet, but we go. we're doing good. Here we go. What, and then, what about number two? <laughs> <laughs> you know, number two didn't get a lot of dialogue. Oh, we didn't really, really talk about it a lot. A no, day. he was yeah. like, wow, you know, good I've, I've learned that if you ask those questions on the right days, it goes better. Yeah. Than some, you just got to be a little selective. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of, we got through one and two. We did. And I said, and number three is, you know, what, what can I do to help you? And I was sincerely asking this question, you know, mm-hmm. what, what can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. And whoa. And I sincerely had a reply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't even take time to think about it. It was like <laughs> right there. I didn't have to. And I said, oh, why did I go to number three? Why <laughs> didn't like, we just stick on number one? Let's no. just talk about all the things that's yeah. going well in our relationship. Yeah. 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 He's like, did you know that I have a podcast and I have guests on? <laughs> no, it wasn't even, it wasn't even that. Mm, no, it was like next Tuesday. Woo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that bad. Phew. Really? No. Is it? I don't think so. No. No. You she know. was so excited. She was up at six o'clock this morning and asked me, can we go yet? Can Pace we go? Pacing the floor. Can we go? Is it time yet? No. Mm-hmm. Does he talk to you about the podcast? I need to ask if you a few questions before he gets into your topic. But does he, does he talk to you about the podcast? Does Absolutely. he say anything about us? Does he complain or does he? No, no, no. No, no okay. he gives you good, yeah. good ratings. <laughs> Did, did he mention, like, when we started the podcast about how we were trying to get him to do it and he didn't really want to? Like, was he nervous or did he have apprehension? Or? I kind of felt like she does now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was pacing the floor at 6 a.m. <laughs> right. So what was the other right. two questions he asked you guys before oh, we got to number three? Yeah. Like, what can I do to help you? Yeah. Man? Yeah. 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 Now, it's good to have you. I think it's awesome. You know, we've, we've gotten some specific requests. Um, we don't have solutions for all of them yet we're working on stuff mm-hmm. got some exciting stuff lined up um even even on the on the scope of translation you know is mm-hmm. it possible to get this in other languages that's a very mm-hmm. interesting if anybody has input on that we'd appreciate it but one of the things that has come up a few times is we need some 
ladies on the show. That's right. After we recovered from the personal affront, mm. we said, you know what, this is not a bad idea. When you look at our the demographics of our social media, we're like, I don't know, 56, 45, 46, 44, in that range, gender yeah. um, split. So yeah. we wow. do have we do have a lot of mm-hmm. of ladies that listen. So I didn't think it would be right to kick open the floodgates. Right. On that particular demographic without starting with the first lady. So we are glad that you are here. Well, I'm glad to be here. And it was uh, almost believable. Yes, that's good. That's good. Very well. Yes. That's good. She's playing for the cameras well. That's yeah. good. Yeah. All right, let's cut. Try that one more time. <laughs> yep. Is that I'm happy to be take, here. Yeah, that's take better. two. Very good. Take two. Yeah. Um, so I think we're 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 definitely addressing that point in 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 having a lady on the on the show, and we're we're honored to have that. But we're also going to talk uh, about a topic that I think is important that that comes from uh, a lady's perspective and voice because it it does by and large impact them, and that is being a keeper of the home. Absolutely, and. There is a, there is a stigma. Let, let me ask you this, um, as as we're kind of setting this up, if if I could offer you, producer Randy's position, would you be willing to take that, in exchange for your role as a mom, or you know, could I entice you with technology? No. Um, no, no, don't bring that. I think that's an amen right there. Yeah, yeah. Yes. amen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah. Would you like me to trade? Would you just yeah. check your phone right now and see how many emails is on your notification? Uh, I'm going to say, check? Oh, please, no, no, for the audience, <laughs> do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she just cast that thing down, yeah. didn't she? How she many hundred unread emails? Yeah. Mm, guilty. Yeah. 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 Technology is not my priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. no. But you do have priorities. Absolutely. And they are? My home. My family. Mm-hmm. My church. Absolutely. Sure. God. Yeah, for sure. So we're in a society that has, um, could I say it this way? It has suppressed or stigmatized the the role mm-hmm. of a mom in the home being a keeper of the home mm-hmm. um and and put it almost really second rate haven't they to to corporate pursuits career pursuits um, absolutely and so we, we we want to we want to speak to that a bit today because this is not uh an idea that this podcast has come up with or religion has come up with but this is a biblical principle. A biblical principle. And and there is a responsibility there. And and there is a reward. Absolutely. Associated with being a keeper. Eternal reward. True. Yeah. So how um I I, th- I think one of the ways of reversing that stigma 
because I, I wish there was a wall that we could delineate between how the world views things and how the church views things, but there's always that mixed multitude outer ring where there's an overlapping mm. of how how the church views something versus how the world views something. So I think for us to better understand that, maybe you could talk a bit about what does what does a keeper entail? What 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 does that define what what defines a keeper? Well I think by definition, a keeper is a person who guards or watches, mm-hmm. holds in place, or retains. Mm-hmm. Um, some synonyms for a keeper, mm-hmm. and I think it kind of helps paint a mental picture, would be caretaker, custodian, mm-hmm. a defender, an well, overseer, yep. a protector, yep. a steward, someone who's got a passion and a, and a goal to protect. To be on their guard, and and this is what what was was in the writer's mind in Titus when he said that you were to be a keeper of the home. Absolutely. Why, why don't you um, uh, read that for us, Brother Derek, in the in the Amplified? Which verse do you want me to start with? Um, why, why don't you read one one to one to six? One to six. Okay, we're in Titus two in the Amplified. But as for you, teach what is fitting and becoming to sound, wholesome doctrine, mm-hmm. the character, and right living that identify true Christians. Urge the older men to be temperate, venerable, serious, sensible, self-controlled, and sound in the faith, in the love, and in the steadfastness and patience of Christ. Bid the older women similarly to be reverent and devout in their deportment as becomes those engaged in sacred service, not slanderers or slaves to drink." They are to give good counsel and be teachers of what is right and noble, so that they will wisely train the younger women to be sane and sober of mind, temperate, disciplined, and to love their husbands and their children, to be self-controlled, chaste, homemakers, good-natured, kind-hearted, adapting and subordinating themselves to their husbands, that the word of God may be not exposed to reproach, blasphemed, or discredited. In a similar way, urge the younger men to be self-restrained and to behave prudently. Mm. So to be homemakers. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, homemakers. So this is what the what what he's getting across. I want you to be someone who guards, watches, defends. Absolutely, the home. Right. Which is the most valuable asset that we have. Absolutely. Right. So this principle is is elsewhere in scripture. Yes. You mean keeper? Yeah. The Bible speaks a lot about a keeper, mm-hmm. um, right about 40 times, maybe, give or take. The King James Version mm-hmm. specifies keepers. Um, the principle of being a keeper, though, actually started in the first book of the Bible. Yes. Genesis. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. The very first mm-hmm. family, God was very specific mm-hmm. when he placed Adam and Eve in the garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, I want you to... Dress the garden and yeah, and exactly. That's right. Keep it. Wow. So then, this existed before sin. Absolutely. This, this responsibility of I'm going to entrust something to your care, and I want you to keep it. Keep it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's kind of like the 
the master, what's the parable that talks about? I'm, I'm going to go away. I'm leaving this talent with you. I'm leaving this responsibility yep. with you. That's right. And when you, when I come back, I'm going to, I'm going to check what you did with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that was there before sin. Right. And when they sinned mm-hmm. and were expelled from the garden, mm-hmm. that did not diminish that responsibility. Right. Yeah, God. he didn't take that away from them. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. No, he didn't say, you know, yeah. you're going to leave this garden and right. everything is going to look after itself. Right. The things that you are going to value, you're going to have to continue to mm-hmm. keep. And probably be a bit more proactive about it. Absolutely. <laughs> We're now in a fallen world. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the propensity uh, for these valuable things to be violated is even higher. Mm-hmm. Totally. And then you have the carnality of Cain when Ooh. he wanted to get out of the role. <laughs> well, yeah, right. exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you have Cain and Abel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, Abel was known as a keeper ah. of sheep. Yes. Hmm. Yes. And then when Cain slew his brother very strong, Abel. Very strong, yeah. Mm-hmm. And God spoke to him and mm-hmm. said, where's your brother? Am I <laughs> my brother? Mm-hmm. Am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. Like really? Yeah. So Is Adam that- and Eve must have talked about this, obviously, with them, don't you think? Yeah, talked and hopefully demonstrated. Yeah, yeah it was part of their. Yeah, they obviously understood. I mean, the there role. is a clear answer to that question: Am I my brother's keeper? Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. you are. Yes. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. So this role of keeping, although in Titus. And, and we're going to be applying it um, specifically to the home, but it's much broader than that. Right. It's a brother-to-brother yeah. responsibility. Exactly right. It's mm-hmm. it's it, it, it permeates every aspect of our walk with God. He entrusts mm-hmm. things to us. We kind of talked about this in our stewardship episode, right? Where when God, um, God expects you to take care of what he gives you. Yeah, right. absolutely. It's been a while ago now when we absolutely talked about stewardship, but yeah. absolutely. So automatically, when you begin having this discussion, that, that that changes it from the societal depressed view of this role of being a keeper to you're you're just you you you're, you're just a keeper of the home. You're just mm-hmm. to no. This is my God given responsibility. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. What an honor. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And honor. you know, throughout the Bible, when you read scriptures of people that were designated keepers, they weren't, you know, ashamed to label, I'm the keeper of the carriage or I'm the keeper of that. That was a prestigious position. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. my my boss, my manager, my he, mm-hmm. he trusts me enough that he left me in charge of his carriage. I am keeping his carriage. Well, and you know that he's picking one of the most responsible people at his disposal if it's something that's that valuable. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Exactly. You're not you're not scraping the bottom of the barrel to keep keep mm-hmm. uh, protection of the crown jewels. Mm-hmm. But you're you're enlisting the the best that you've got. Right, someone you feel is capable. The mothers of Titus are the ones that are entrusted. And corporate America can't, positions in corporate America cannot compete with that. Mm-hmm. Right. You have been entrusted. Anything valuable 
is entrusted to the hands of a keeper. Right. Mm, for sure. Right. Wow. And I think the level of passion that you put into your keeping is directly tied to how valuable you think sure. what you are keeping is. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, sure. I think that could be where some of that mindset has edged its way in. The value of children, the value of human life right. itself right. has been so trivialized. Right. And I think the fallout from that is the warped perception of I'm just a keeper. I'm just a homemaker. Because you don't see the value in what you're keeping. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. wow. Absolutely. So, at that point, you're a stay-at-home mom. You're not a keeper. <laughs> and right. those are not synonymous terms. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Well, yeah, if you're despising your role, you're not going to do as good a job as... Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, never confuse being a stay-at-home mom with being a keeper I of keep the home. Her. Absolutely. Wow, very good. And you know, David, in the Bible, yep. he was labeled... And he was ridiculed by his brothers. Mm-hmm. You were just the keeper of sheep. Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, look what we are. And right. you're just a yeah. keeper of sheep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're on the front lines. We're not doing anything, but we're out here. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're just yeah, and you're just a keeper of the sheep. Just a keeper of the sheep. Again, the tone is there. So really, wow. It's not it, new. It's, it's not just in our generation. It was, it, it was looked down on. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. But it was what David learned while he was keeping sheep. Exactly. Yeah. That prepared him mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. all the other things we read about that David did in the Bible. Uh, there you go. There you go. And I'm, I, I feel like that's how God prepares. You know, you could look at it. He started out keeping little sheep, probably little lambs that he could hold in one hand. Mm-hmm. But then he killed a giant. Mm-hmm. But, you know, typically... God allows us to start with a baby. Mm-hmm. Something that we can handle. Mm-hmm. You know, something you typically don't start out at children Killing 18. Giants. Right. Yeah. But God lets you grow with them mm-hmm. and you can learn a lot. Yes. With them. Yes. Yes. Your children can teach you things. Raising children is is most oftentimes more about raising parents. Yeah. Yeah. We've said this about Christian education. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. Running a Christian school mm-hmm. has a whole lot more to do with training parents than it yeah, does kids. Absolutely right. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> for sure. True. Wow. Wow. So there was a king in that shepherd that was being developed, groomed for the position on a on a grand scale in the kingdom. Absolutely. But that was that was being cultivated by him exercising responsibility in the role of being a keeper. Right. In the small things. And boy, he 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 wrote a bit about that, didn't he? He did. Hmm. In Psalms, I think 121 probably captures this this how David felt. Mm-hmm. I'm sure David felt. But it just reminds us that we are all in the safest keeping that's possible. Mm-hmm. In verse 4 of Psalms 121 says, Behold, he who keeps Israel mm-hmm. will neither slumber, briefly, nor sleep soundly. Uh. And I just, I like that translation because mm-hmm. that just lets you know, you know what? God doesn't even take a nap. 
He doesn't close his eyes for one second because mm-hmm. what he is keeping mm-hmm. is so valuable and so important to him that he doesn't even slumber, not wow. even briefly. Wow. And then verse 5 says, the Lord is your keeper. That's yeah. who he is. Yeah. He is your keeper. Yeah. And he's keeping you because you're valuable to him. And he's passionate about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Every day, all day, right. he's keeping. Right. He is keeping. So you are really emulating some of those core attributes of who God is by fulfilling that role within your home. Your home. For sure. So really, why should you be intimidated by, oh, you're just a keeper? Yeah, I'm like God, actually. Right. This is is what I'm doing. Absolutely. I'm I'm telling you, the, the mainstream approach has been successful in reprogramming how we view the role of motherhood for sure and the significance of of their role within that family unit right and of a keeper wow is there a particular um is there a particular lady in the bible that that you go to to try to uh, pattern what a keeper is that demonstrates that that you could you could talk to us about is there one that, that that sticks out to you? Well, I think there would be probably numerous examples sure. that we could get in here today. Sure. The Bible's Mary. Full, <laughs> full of keepers, mm. right? Yeah, Mary is is definitely a, an example of that. Absolutely. Well, they did leave Jesus behind, though. You know, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Something's missing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joseph. <laughs> But she was probably the one that noticed he was missing. Yeah. Oh! Don't put this on Joseph. Come on. Oh. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. yeah. But I think one that we could definitely use as an example today would be this Shunammite lady mm-hmm. that the Bible talks about in 2 Kings chapter 4. Mm-hmm. And there's just a few things that I want to bring out about the Shunammite lady that helps us, mm-hmm. you know, see mm-hmm. what a keeper she really was. Sure. Now, this lady didn't have any children at this time. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about she didn't have any children. And from what we can gather, it was just her and her husband mm-hmm. living in this home. And it said, and it fell on a day, this is in verse 8 of Second Kings chapter 4, that Elisha passed to Shunam, where was a great woman. Mm. And she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as oft as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. Mm-hmm. And she said unto her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is an holy man of God, which passeth by us continually. Wow. So just from those two scriptures, we can draw. She was a great woman. Yep. She constrained the prophet, compelled him, mm-hmm. and then she perceived that he was a prophet. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that the prophet was the only thing mm-hmm. or the only person that passed by their house. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of traffic passed by. Oh, for sure. It was clearly a thorough way. Right. I don't think they mm-hmm. were out in the middle of a <coughs> desert somewhere. Sure. So... 
she had that ability. Mm-hmm. And perception, I think, is a very underrated quality. But sure, and and it's it's one that as spirit filled, right believers, we have an edge or should have an edge mm-hmm. on any other area that or, has or, to be utilized ex- exactly in keeping. Yeah, in keeping. There are times when you have got to be perceptive. Mm-hmm. Is this a prophet, or is this just a the milkman? <laughs> right. Right. Is this something that I want to compel into my home? I think we've all been guilty of compelling things into our home wow. that we'd have wished right. we never Because compelled. Scripture talks about the danger of bringing strangers right. in. into so your home. Is this a stranger? Is this a holy man? Uh, so as a keeper of your home, you're juggling all of those abilities. Right. Wow, that's good. So she was great. She was a great woman. She constrained. She constrained. She knew what? To, to to compel to be a part of her home right. and what to let go past. Wow, there's so many applications to this. And then she perceived that he was a prophet. Right. Which and those, so yeah. once she yeah. brought him in and gave him bread, mm-hmm. probably a few times, mm-hmm. then she realized, you know, if, if we could take this a little farther. So then she brings a solution. Right. She solves. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this is huge. In the uh, in the arena of discussion about that, that's kind of driven by the feminist culture that would would paint the church as being a chauvinist uh, organization that everything has to come from a man top down. Mm-hmm. But but we don't read anything about this guy. Right. This is all her, her greatness, her perception, her constraining, and her solving. Right. So uh, as much as we understand headship, we also have to be very real with the understanding from this, as, as you're talking about this, that we don't need to be threatened by the fact that a keeper of the home can perceive, constrain, and solve. We need to build a peace on for this guy. Right. It was her idea. Absolutely. Wow. And you know, it was a simple plan. It it, it wasn't extravagant. It wasn't huge. It it was a simple plan, but it worked. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. And I mean, you can go on to read the story, Mm -hmm. how God blessed Mm -hmm. the keeper with more to keep because she kept what she had Mm -hmm. well. That's a great story. That's that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. And so her impact then really was beyond just the square footage of her house. Absolutely. A, a keeper's impact can far surpass the mm-hmm. four walls that you may feel inhibit you mm-hmm. until we have no idea who all was impacted. Because I'm sure that prophet mm-hmm. talked about that lady everywhere you he know went. You know he did. Mm-hmm. Everywhere he you went. You know he did. Absolutely. Wow. So keepers are great. Mm -hmm. Keepers constrain. Mm -hmm. Keepers perceive. Mm -hmm. And keepers can solve. Wow. Wow. Sounds like a full-time job. You guys must get paid a lot of money for doing this. It is a full-time job. To keep well, 
It is a full-time <clears throat> job. Did you guys ever feel like your mom had eyes in the back of her head? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sides. I was and convinced that she did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, sitting at the supper table, she just comes out with a question, and you're like, how does she know that? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. That's perception. Thought I had her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Looking back now, she might have been, you know, bluffing, stabbing blindly the in the dark. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's but right. She was good at it. She was good at it. Yeah. Mm. So you, you mentioned that, um, okay, she, the, the Shunammite lady was not a, was not a keeper after she expanded the size of her, the blueprint of her house. She was a keeper prior to that. Right. She wasn't a keeper after she uh, received a child miraculously through supernatural intervention. She was a keeper before that. Absolutely. So this is not about houses and yards and and square footage then either, is it? No. There's there's a huge difference between a house and a home. Oh. Uh. Sure. You build a house, mm-hmm. but you keep a home. Well, well. Mm. So we never confuse houses and homes. I I think that is a very dangerous thing to do, because there will always be someone with a bigger and a better house, mm-hmm. but there doesn't have to be anyone mm-hmm. with a more settled home. Yeah, and really that ties back to, um, well, I've, 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 I've got to take this job, pursue this career, mm-hmm. because I have a particular house that I want. Mm-hmm. And we sacrifice our home. For the house. For the house. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so what you're saying is, is, is we've got to keep that perspective. In balance. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with desiring and, and for sure you know God blesses people with beautiful ho- houses yeah. and mm. I, I think that's commendable yeah. and I think you need to strive sure to be the best that you can be sure but you can't let that striving blur the line of the keeping yeah and 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 so I'm hearing you say really that we can have you can have a home then in a house that may not be coveted by everybody in the neighborhood. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But that's what's going to that's what's going to matter. Mm-hmm. You you can have a home in a tent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can go spend a couple nights in the hotel room with your family and make it a home. Make that a home. Yeah. Home sure. is not the structure, the physical structure that surrounds yep. you. Yep. It's what you make it to be. It's what you build it to be. The Bible mm-hmm. says she buildeth with her hands. It's it's what you craft inside that structure. Mm-hmm. Probably most people in our audience right now are thinking about, you know, their mom and dad or, you know, the home that they grew up in. Mm-hmm. It just has that, um, I don't know how to describe it, but, they're just those intangible feelings, right? Right. You know, mm-hmm. we're just coming through the Christmas holidays. So you go to your, your, wherever you hang out, if it's not at your parents or wherever, and it just has that comfort. There's, you know, 
um, there are things about a home, like you say, it's not just about having a million dollar structure. Right. You know, you can visit, you can visit a home that's just a simple little spot. Yeah. And, and as you're, as you're talking about this, is it not, but uh, there's exceptions to this rule, obviously, but, but by and large, generationally, our houses are nicer yes. than yes. what our parents had mm-hmm. or, or for sure at the same time mm-hmm. of life. Very mm-hmm. much so. Right? Right. So we've got nicer houses, but are our, our, mm-hmm. our homes in better shape? Mm-hmm. And do we have that homemaking ability that our previous generations had? Had. Yeah. Like my grandmother could put on a spread. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And the ability to make something out of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's an art. Yeah. It, it really yeah, is. Yeah, it really is an art. Yeah. It, it really is. is an art. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just remember um, you and I, man, it's been a couple of years ago. I know he listens to the podcast, so we can mention him, but uh, Elder Kinney. Yes. Remember them hosting us one yes, night after absolutely. service. Yes. And it's just the epitome of going into someone's home, you know, and man, they just... They know how to just treat you. you yeah. know, it's a well-oiled machine. Yeah. 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 You know, the and food and the discussion is like, oh, we got to go already. We've been here three hours. Right. You know and what, what, I mean? what do you find yourself saying in those moments is, I just feel at home. Yeah. Just <laughs> I've at never been in the house before. Yeah. Right. Yep. But I feel at home. At there home. are probably nicer kitchens that you could go into, right? Not insulting them, but there are fancier oh, sure. buildings that you could go into. Right. But man, it's just comfortable. A penthouse does not make a home. Yeah, it's just comfortable. Right. Yeah. And boy, if we're not careful, we glamorize the structure, the physical structure, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. and and in our in our pursuit to get that, we can sometimes sacrifice the thing that matters the most, which mm-hmm. is the home. The home. Mm-hmm. If you can have a beautiful house and keep your home, go for it. Mm-hmm. But if you can only have one or the other. Keep the home. Keep the home. Yeah. Keep the home. Mm-hmm. Keep the home. Absolutely. Hey, can I stop you guys? Um, I need to talk to our audience. We don't do this all the time, but we have to ask you to subscribe at this point. We, uh, we're growing, but if you want to remain on this ship, the seats are limited. And the only way to stay on board is to subscribe. We are going through and kicking out everyone who's not subscribing <laughs> at this point. So we, we are right nearing there. our 100th full episode. And well, I just think we need to bring up the bar a little bit and say, look, you know, you know who we are. We know who you are. So subscribe. Just get it over with. Hit the little bell. That's right. Did we do this Hit at Christmas? It's like this <laughs> yeah, way which or way? wherever. Which way? The bell on YouTube. Um, Apple yep. Podcasts is pretty easy to subscribe. Yep. Spotify. Uh, you know how to do it, so I'm not even going to explain it. To and you, we know you love the show. Yes, so. yes. Um, you know so. the easiest way to double our audience is everybody tells us to uh, tells someone else about us, and, mm, and we that's just profound. My God, you think that'll work? That's a is that an actual? You're the numbers bubble? guy. You're the numbers guy. It is. is that, it's the easiest way. That's got me stumped. <laughs> I'm gonna have to either that or you can go out and find four thousand other people. <laughs> okay. Either way, we're good. Yeah, it's your choice. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for subscribing. Absolutely. Uh, and we, we're not just lying. We really are growing. We're not just trying to provide the illusion that we're part of, you know, those multi-level marketing things. Are, oh, the growth is off the charts. And no, 
we're not doing that, but uh, we are growing, and we want to thank you for that, and thank you for listening. Yes. We were actually looking at the um, map the other day, and we're slowly, yes. you know, initially we were trying to get Canada, U.S., and now we're, like, creeping through Europe. Yes, Russia. Uh, Russia, we have listening audience there. Um, eventually, we're going to have that entire globe just spread. It is. Kingdom speakers. It so is. It's great. We have people chiming in uh, through some of our social media channels last week i was reading from ireland nice yeah nice yeah wow. i want to go to ireland and go mm-hmm. golfing do you realize it's one of the hot spots of the world to go golfing serious 100 percent. wow so if there's a great church over there you think i could golf there no you can't no oh. <laughs> you can't even golf here so for that's sure like, you can't <laughs> <never. laughs> that's like the guy that got his hand hurt in an accident real bad and his hands were all stiff, and he said, "Man, can I? You think I'll be able to play the guitar when I get healed mm-hmm. up?" And the guy said, "Oh, the surgeon said, yeah, I think so." He said, "Well, that's good. I couldn't before the accident, <laughs> but I was just wondering if I was going to be able to after." Mm. Yeah. So back to our discussion. Um, what are some of the things <clears throat> that in the whole in the in the whole discussion of houses and homes, not confusing the two? What are some of the things as a keeper that uh, you strive to be? I think one of the most important ones is to be present. To be there. Mm. And I know we read out of Titus in a different translation earlier, Mm -hmm. but the King James Version in Titus chapter 2, verse 5 says, to be discreet, chaste, Keepers at home. Oh. Not keepers of the home. Yes. Keepers at home. Yes. So you actually need to be there. <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> Do you know what? The, there's nothing that can replace that. Kind of simple, but kind of profound. Yes. Mm-hmm. So can, you I know. Just, can I just use a security camera or something like that just to kind of check in? and That new Amazon robot that just yeah. buzzes through your house. Would that work? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your, your house can be monitored in amazing ways. Mm-hmm. You know, you can monitor your house from afar, mm-hmm. but a home can't be kept from afar. Oh, very good. Very good. Oh, 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 you just got a bomb. Wow. Yeah. Don't go off the road. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So you can monitor a house your house from, from afar. afar. I mean, mm. you can log in on your yeah, smartphone. Do it, do it all the time. Yeah. And check. Uh, can you show me? Oh. <laughs> That's, Look, not, fair. That That's was, not fair. That's not fair. Come on. Uncalled for on my the husband, show. My yeah. husband can log in. I've heard it's possible. <laughs> you know, and I've heard him tell me, like, there's somebody talking in our backyard. And I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I'm yeah. really, right now, that doesn't matter. But that cannot replace. That's so good. You can monitor the house from around the world. But you can't keep the home. Yeah. Your mm. presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. Will mm. trump presence, P R E S E N T S. Oh, also very good. Well, and I think our culture yes tries to reverse that. I'll just give them stuff to appease them, mm-hmm. load them down with presents with mm-hmm. the T, mm-hmm. and they won't notice that I'm not that there. I'm not there. Mm. Wow, be there, be there, be there, be there. It's it's that simple. Well, that that's good because. Um, that, 
tapping back into what David wrote in Psalms 121 that he was referring to a few moments ago about the Lord being our keeper. keeper. He didn't just monitor us from afar. Mm -mm. Right. He but he is near. an ever-present present. help. Mm -hmm. he's, right. He's, he's near. The incarnation was the reality that he came from there to here. And, you know, in our spiritual life, there there is nothing that can trump his presence. Mm. The, the sea presence. Yes, yes. God gives us lots of presence, yeah. but it's his presence. The nearness. Mm -hmm. That keeps us. Wow. That is what keeps us. Just being there when the kids come home from school, being there when they get up in the morning. It's huge. Just always being there. It's huge. Also, just being there when the conversation is happening. Not Absolutely. just talking, but being there. <laughs> Absolutely. Present. Right. Wow. You know, you mentioned about security cameras a moment ago. I can remember reading an article a number of years ago about uh, different uh, safety alarms that you could use for your pool, swimming mm. pool, if you had a swimming pool in the backyard. So you could take, and it, it, it spread this uh, almost like a laser beam over the surface of your pool mm -hmm. and if anything broke that beam it would trigger an alarm and you knew something someone had fallen in the pool and 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 that was brilliant i can remember looking at that because we had a pool mm -hmm. and our our son was 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 small um but the reality is is if i'm upstairs in the house and i hear the alarm go off I'm still too far away, right? So I, I'm 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 close enough to be alarmed, but I'm not close enough to reach. to reach and intervene or keep them, mm -hmm. right? And so we we've we've got to be present. There is there's no replacement for just being there at the edge of the pool, right? And hopefully keep them from falling in, not rescuing them from. From after the fact. After the fact. Wow. So a house can be monitored from afar, but a home cannot be kept be from afar. What um, What else? Be present. And I think learn to be satisfied. Learn to be content. Mm -hmm. And I think we mm -hmm. talked about that a little bit before, about you, you can get so busy chasing what you think you need to be keeping instead of focusing on what you've already been given to keep. Oh, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. And we're all very familiar, but it's competition. Mm -hmm. Competition, I think, is the biggest enemy to satisfaction and contentment. Mm -hmm. The yeah, Bible says, goes for be everyone, content right? mm -hmm. with such things as ye have. Yes. You know yes. what? If you keep what you've been given well, God will give you more. Well, that's the that back to the that, that's the that's the role of stewardship. Yep. yep. Right. Back Faithful to the Shunammite lady. Faithful in a few things, you're going to be given many yep. things. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And you know what? So she kept her house. She kept a room for the man of God, and he said, "I can trust you with the child." Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And if God's already entrusted you with children, and a home, and a spouse, and a, keep it well, mm -hmm. and watch what God adds to your life. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the most happy, contented, fulfilled people mm -hmm. are people that are keeping more things than we could list today. Mm -hmm. When you really look into their lives, 
they're, they're keeping. They're keeping on a lot of levels, mm-hmm. but they're doing it well. And they're happy. They're fulfilled people. They're, mm-hmm. they're satisfied. And back to the competition. Our houses can become show places instead of grow places. The drive oh. can mm-hmm. be to, to make a show place instead of a grow place. Oh. And I'm not saying there are no plants because there are air plants that grow without, but mm-hmm. plants pretty much need dirt to grow. Mm-hmm. So you know what? It's messy. Mm-hmm. It's messy sometimes mm-hmm. to grow. So if you feel like your house is messy mm-hmm. on many days, but look around. You're growing things. Oh, yeah, for that sure. have eternal value. You're, you're sure. growing. There'll be days when you can put the messy away and you'll have time to build the uh, show place. Yeah. But you know what? You'll wish for the, the grow, grow place, place again. to come yeah. back. Yeah. The fulfillment that just comes from watching things grow that you're keeping yeah. is, is a tremendous, it's a tremendous fulfillment. Well, I can remember, um, I think it was Grampy McKillop making the statement um, about being around a preacher that was complaining about children crying and mm-hmm. when he was preaching and disturbing and <laughs> interrupting and, you know. And so then he went and preached somewhere, and it was obviously some senior citizen's home, mm-hmm. a.k.a. dying church that had no babies. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, what I would give to hear a, to baby, hear a baby interrupt my preaching again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's okay Gro- to step on the Lego in the house. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And again, I believe that all comes back to growing with that that you've been entrusted with. Right. Um, a grow place instead of a show place. That's Absolutely. so good. And that, that comes back to the competitive element of it. Right. Right. So Proverbs 25 verse 17 gives us some pretty concise instruction um, on how you can curb competition. Withdraw thy foot from thy neighbor's house, mm-hmm. lest he be weary of thee and so hate thee. <laughs> you wow. Know? wow. There's not too many ways you can translate that scripture yeah. besides get off the neighbor's doorstep. Yeah. Get off my lawn. Bye already. <laughs> and there was a day when you had to physically stand on the doorstep to be close enough to a mm-hmm. house to be able to tell what was going on inside. Mm-hmm. But gone is the day. Mm-hmm. I can be inside of my, I can be on the other side of the world and virtually sitting on somebody's couch. Sure. Riding in their car. Yep. Mm-hmm. Being stressed by all the things I'm not doing yep. that I think they are doing that really shouldn't matter to me. And under right. pressure to keep up with the tempo yep. of their life, the appearance of their life. Absolutely. And, and through uh, social media channels. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're, we're all probably guilty of leaving the front door of our homes open so that for sure people can wander in. You know, Absolutely. there are plenty of articles online about, um, security experts and some of those guys are paranoid as well, but, um, they recommend you limit the amount of, uh, posts you put even about your children on your social media, especially young children, because child predators yes. scope yeah. out parental social media yes. channels, yes. you know, it's, it's, 
And they know how to capitalize on the vulnerabilities. Yeah, yeah, but because parents are so irresponsible posting stuff all the time. Yep. You know, they know the name. They know how the, what the child looks like, <laughs> where, where they go to be. play all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? They can build these patterns just off they of the social media. They know the questions media. to ask. Yeah. Absolutely. And I know, you, you and I have talked about this, but when we look at the stuff Derek and Allison post about their lavish lifestyle, <laughs> it is, it's very difficult for us to stay satisfied. <laughs> yeah. I agree. With yeah. I really hope they're listening because you know they won't saying? get on my doorstep. I'll tell you where, where the grief comes in there. <laughs> Milo. Well, right. Yeah. Whenever Jaren Very hard sees for Jaren to stay dog. satisfied <laughs> yeah. in yeah. his in dogless mind, life. Anyone that has a dog is living just the on dream. Another level. Yep. Yep. They're, they're I'm just more comfortable level. posting a picture of my dog than I am myself. You know, some people aren't like that. Yeah. Just throw that out there. Yeah. Mm. So be present, be satisfied, and be real. Ah, okay. Well, that fits in with what we're talking about. Right. The social media world, people don't post the real days. Yep. You rarely see the real mm. day. Yep. Yep. So you want to forget about those. Exactly. Exactly. It's true. Yeah. You don't you don't know what's going on in their life. You have yeah. no idea. Check out the latest picture of my laundry basket. Check out the No. No. <laughs> no. Look at all these toys. Yeah. They right. don't they don't post the pictures of the chaos in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. They post the completed picture of the ideal meal. Before anybody took a piece out of it. But we all live in this reality. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So so it's it's easy to post the idealistic, but we all live in reality. In the reality. Yes. And that contributes to Absolutely. And good I think stuff. a lot of mental health struggles are that wow. right there. Oh wow. yeah, no, that's backed up by data. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, has this been awesome? Yeah, been she's awesome. gotta come back. She does. She has more content. Somebody's got to uh, tell us in the in the in the comments below. Do you want her to come back? Mm-hmm. Um let her let her feel some love. But but as 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 a wrap up. A keeper is to be someone, number one, is a great person. Right. And that person is a, con, uh, she knows what to constrain, what to let go. Mm-hmm. She perceives, she solves. Mm-hmm. She needs to be present. She needs to be satisfied. And she needs to be real. Be real. Be the keeper that God called you to be. What a role, what a responsibility. And if you go back to Psalms, God is keeping you so you can keep. Wow. Wow. Do we call this beekeepers? <laughs> beekeepers. <laughs> I'll let you go. decide. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Let us know what you think about our guest today. Thank you for being with us, babe. Thank you for having me.